Tom Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm, you're getting the double today. That is audio and video. Guys and girls, I'm so pumped and excited because not only are we only together, which doesn't happen every podcast, sometimes we use a Zoom or if we're in different parts of Australia, phone or a, a, what, Zen, what's Zen Zencaster. Zencaster. But there's nothing better than being with the guys, the That's team it. that came That's together. It. So, um, John, um, South Sydney Rabbitohs, fresh on my mind, Burgess is gone. He's uh, yeah. based on articles. He will not be playing next year. Yeah, he'll get paid out because it's an injury. But, yeah, it's interesting. I think you know, it shows that in, in our industry, real estate, you can work until Billy Bridges was about 85 when he retired. And in other industries, you've got to retire at 28, 29, 30. So it's one, another one of the great things about real estate is you can do it until the day you die and have fun. Yeah, and having said that, I was in... Uh, Auckland two days ago, and I was uh, at, at one of the events. There was an ex All Black, and we were talking about the uh, rugby union. And they said, "Oh, you've got an All Black here." And I can't remember his first name, um, but the point is that he's been running a real estate office for thirty years, mm-hmm. and he's got an office that does forty deals a month. And Good he office. got up, and I said, "Can I ask you how does the pay in real estate compare to the pay playing for the All Blacks?" And he said, "Well." Back then, we never got paid. Yeah. Like, uh, it was uh, amateur, really. Then. Yeah, he, he finished in 1984, 85, I think he said. And now he's got a real estate career that's been three decades. He owns an office um, in uh, uh, a place called Dunedin. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's exciting. It doesn't matter whether you're 20, 50, 60. The bottom line is you've got a long lifespan in real estate. And today, John and Troy, we're going to touch on a subject that... Um, um, I know that you've been very passionate about, John, and it's called Extreme Standards. And um, I'd like to unpack it because there are certain things that really great operators, some of the best girls and guys in real estate, they, they're not negotiable on certain things and they and they do them as 10 out of 10s, right? And um, they're not prepared to compromise. They're not prepared to actually drop the standard. What does Extreme Standards mean to you guys? Well, as we just said off camera before we started, Tom, when we're getting ready for it, I mean, everything you do has a standard, whether you like it or not. The way you do your open homes is a standard because it's the way you do your open home. So the difference between exceptional and someone that's probably earning 10x and the rest is just that little bit. And sometimes it's 1%, sometimes it's 40 or 50%. But it's having a look at everything you do and... And just working out, how can I take it that little bit higher? So, you know, what, what are some of the basics? Things like punctuality, to me, you've got to have a standard around that, you know. You, 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 I can tell extreme standards of punctuality is a big thing for you. Because even now, we're looking at the time, you're conscious that there's car patrols going to come up and move the cars at the loading zone. The whole time we're having a conversation in the back of your head, don't forget, guys, we've got this time limit. Well, you're obsessed with time. I think, you know, in, in an industry where a lot of your life you're at appointments, mm-hmm. uh, auctions, opens, listing appointments, buyer appointments would be probably for most people 80, 90% of their life. You're either late or you're on time. If you're late, you're creating a bad impression. And also, in your own mind, you're getting there late and you're running, you're chasing your tail. So, I mean, punctuality for me is like sort of basic 101. And then you look at things like open homes and auctions. A lot of people, again, you turn up and they've got nothing there. They might have a little stack of brochures. There's nothing around stamp duty, nothing about home loans, uh, nothing about other services, no comparable sales. So extreme standards would say you have all of those things beautifully laid out in some sort of pre-arranged manner 
and you're there with sufficient business cards and you have an assistant out the front taking names and numbers, not on the back of a brochure, but on a nice, nicely typeset, purpose-designed form, these are the little things, because a lot of people are like, oh, grab a brochure, turn it over, and then, you what's your name, Mr. Panel? It's great, Mr. Panel. You come through. Uh, anyway, look, I've got brochures. I've got them in the boot. I'll just go get them. And all these little things create, or they erode credibility. They create confusion and chaos. So then when someone's getting ready to choose you to sell a property or to make an offer, they don't have the confidence. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like the word extreme because it really means, because a lot of people say, oh, I think I have high standards. And high standards, like a lot of things, Troy, nowadays, I mean, most people do really good photography. Yeah. Question is, is it architectural quality? Because that's mm-hmm. kind of where you've got to go to nowadays to separate yourself from the pack. And a lot of people, you know, do the basics well, and they would say, I have pretty high standards. Well, are they extreme? Yeah. What are your thoughts? I mean, you, you well, know, you've grown uh, up. It's funny, you know, Tom, automatically, as soon as you said the All Blacks, I and mean, as soon as you spoke about the Rugby League World Cup, uh, it looks like an All Black today, doesn't it? I'm trying to change well, Oh, they lost. Jesus, so, you know, <laughs> the, the biceps, sun's <laughs> yeah, out. Sun's out, sun's out. So, we'll get back on topic. James Kerr spoke at Eric a couple of years ago, right? Yeah. He spoke about following around the All Blacks, and he said, you know, what are the dominant factors that build a really successful team? Yeah. I actually think that applies to business and real yeah. estate, and we actually train that as one of our key philosophies to say, discipline. Turning up on time, that's a discipline approach. You don't let your teammate down. Mm. Um, what are some of the other things that you do? Well, you're making sure you've got an entrepreneurial mindset. That's making the process more efficient. So instead of turning the brochure on, just writing down the names and numbers, you're using an agent box checking app or you're using another checking app that looks professional and, and is customized. All those little things create a standard of excellence. Presentation, like the way you have your office, the way you have your car, mm. the way you have even your home. I the mean, way you present yourself. Like you don't all have standards. to be GQ models, but you do have to present yourself in a way that you know what works with you. You're not just trying to follow a trend and you present yourself to the market the way you want to be perceived. So, so I think what we're saying is if good is there, right, extreme is like nothing beats it. And all the time through our daily lives, whether you're checking into a hotel, mm-hmm. you'll notice an extreme standard. Mm-hmm whether you're having an interaction with a service person at the Apple shop, yep. you'll make notice an extreme standard there or someone that's just okay. So what's clearly, what we're saying is, it appears that there's a small group of people that do some really important stuff in real estate, BIW, best in the world, and those things seem to matter. Little thing, Tom, we've got water here. Whenever, when we have guests, obviously at any of our offices, typically first thing you do, you bring in some glasses and a jug of water or something like that. And I teach the girls if they, or the guys, but whoever is bringing them in at the time, I always say, fill the glass. Fill the glass. Fill the glass. Because most people come in, they put the jug and the empty glasses. And I'm saying that little bit of extra 3%, 5% of extra effort to, so the client or the or the person in the meeting doesn't have to. So for me, that's an extreme standard. A high standard is make sure that every guest that arrives is well looked after and you bring them refreshments, at least a, a fresh glass of water when they sit down. An extreme standard is pour the water. Yeah. It's the little things that take it to the next level yeah. that I think. So again, this morning around first impressions, I was just talking to Megan, our head of uh, sort of operations and front office and, and all our receptionists. And I was watching one of the girls and she's very, very good, but someone came in and said, hi, I'm Tom Panos. Uh, I'm here to see Troy Malcolm. And she said, okay, I'll just give him a buzz. So very, very professional. But I was saying to Megan afterwards, I said, you know, that was an opportunity to repeat his name. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Panos. Thanks for coming in. It's great to yeah. see you. I'll just check if Troy's available. Just yeah. one be a second, Mr. Panos. Just an standard right. of repeating someone's name 
and saying, delighted to see you again if you've been in before. It's great to see you again. So I can either say, uh, Troy, no problem. I'll just check if he's available. Well, Mr. Panos, great to see you. Yeah. Let me just check. Can I get you a fresh coffee while you're waiting? Yeah. So little things like that, but they make a big difference. They make a huge difference. But the thing is, the effort is actually the same. When you think about it, you're already bringing the water in, you're already bringing the glasses in, just pour the glass. Like it's, it's a Minimal increment it's for a, a big impression. It's a fraction different. I'm thinking in, in real estate, there are so many moments in an interaction. Example, you go off and you see vendors at a property. Instead of the standard being, hey, give me a couple of days and I'll get some something back to you, people are doing same-day back proposals. You'll have something this afternoon. Well, imagine if it was within an hour. Within an That's hour. That's the extreme one, right? Correct. So good, high standard is same day, yep. which, by the way, is better than probably 80% of the market. Yep. If you've got yourself incredibly organised, you have everything done before you... For a lot of people, they could almost have the presentation done before they go to the meeting. Yep. They know the name, they know the address, they probably know the price range, etc., etc. And just, just tweak it afterwards. But imagine within an hour of you meeting someone, this arrives in soft or hard form. You're thinking, wow... Same with a pre-listing kit. Extreme standard is hand-delivered within 60 minutes of the client hangs the phone up to invite you around. Buy, That's an extreme standard. Buy a notification. They're at the open for inspection and they get texted to them all the information on that property there and then. Brochure, video, thank you for attending. Here is further information. So there's real time stuff. The other yeah. one is at open for inspections. This is one that I know that a lot of our officers are focused on at the moment. If you're standing at open for inspection, most people are using open for inspection check-in apps. Mm -hmm. They're using their phone to actually check people in, which is kind of like home pass, right? Which is kind of random and weird, in my opinion, because when you're driving past a public train station, tram stop, bus stop, what are most people doing? They've got their AirPods in and they're doing this. It automatically says, I'm leaving my best You don't like the look life. of it, you're saying? Yeah, I don't like the look of it. I think that's an extreme standard. Instead of using the iPad, why not have the iPad as a business tool? You never really drive past one of those. So you're saying you should use the iPad, not the phone? Use the iPad, not the yeah, phone. That's good. Optics, I like that. Extreme standard. Thinking of another client in Melbourne that I've got. Um, goes to his phone, presses, just press record, this app, mm -hmm. and look what he does. Before he leaves to the next open house, sits in his car, turns the air con conditioning on, goes to this app, says, hi, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor. Hi, John and Susan. I've just finished from your open. We had 13 groups through. Two have requested contracts and one's definitely coming back on Tuesday with family to look at it. I'm moving on to my next open for inspection, letting you know I'll be doing my first round of callbacks this afternoon, second round of callbacks on Monday morning. I want to wish you guys a really good weekend. Thank Brilliant. you for keeping the home presented. They stop here. Extraordinary. Back press transcribe. Look at this. It's yeah. a great app. Oh, so it's not audio. Transcribe. Well, it's both. It does both. It Brilliant. sends your voice and it sends that transcribe. It's transcribing it right now. And then what Just happens? Yeah, look at that. You press share audio. You text it, I text it to John, you're my vendor, it comes up, bang, done, dusted. Brilliant. And that's real lifetime data. There are people that are sitting at a cafe right now thinking to themselves, what happened to my open today? And you're getting both the voice and a text document one minute at the end of the open. So, because I know I've only got two minutes to go, uh, there's someone about to tell you a car. No, no, no. But. Um, I think you know, we've always said that there's not one thing that creates a great sale yeah. and there's not one thing that makes it easy to list with you. It's lots of little things. And if when someone sees you, 
everything about you just seems to work and you're fast and efficient and you're caring and the little things, you remember their name, you remember their, their pet's name or their dog's name. You know, you turned up three minutes early, not two minutes late, all these little things. So it's really one plus one plus one plus one, all of those add up to 100%. So hopefully, and go and invent your own. You just have yeah. to think about it. Do a personal audit on everything you do. You've this, always, I've just thought about something, John. You've always done it in all the time I've known you. If someone comes in, right, and you think that I probably know them, you'll tap me, what's his first name, right? Yeah, if I because someone. I, he, he does that, doesn't he? Um, well, I, I know remember, it's important, right? Yeah. People like, to, and, and look, you know, you can't remember everyone's, no, none of us can, especially in this industry where we meet often, you know, dozens or hundreds of people a week. But you can try hard and you can create some systems and you can get it right more often. Mm. So uh, anyway, let let, let you let your viewers come up with some extreme standards and share them with us, maybe. Okay. Troy, as we finish off, I want to feel like we've done a valuable podcast. Give me one biggest tip. We're on, uh, this is going live right now, so we're on the first day of November, correct? Yes, first day of first November. November. We've got seven weeks left. Seven weeks left. What's the Big biggest tip. piece of advice that you're going to Big get tip. down on the camera to people with seven weeks to go? Uh, speak to everyone you've dealt with this year. Appraisal, uh, whether they're a purchaser, whether they're a seller, get back in touch with them. It's a great run up to the end of the year, but actually give them some valuable insights about what's happening in the market. Contact them all. Johnny? Uh, the fastest way for you to have a great last two months is sell your current inventory. You've got stuff at the moment that should have sold that hasn't. Work out why it hasn't and adjust accordingly. Pricing, presentation, marketing, have the tough love conversations if need be, and get them sold because right now, I think it's a great window of opportunity while the buyers are going hard, so anything unsold needs to be sold. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls, listeners, viewers, we're signing off. Thank you for your attention. See you later. See you guys.